Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to the Mirror Gaming Walkthrough, the weekly news show. We've got some great topics for you today, including Microsoft breaking records thanks to Starfield. Come on. Starfield. Uh, we'll also be talking about uh, the disc, the PS5 disc drive needing an internet connection. Oh, we'll talk about the Fallout TV show finally having a release date. And we'll also talk about the Xbox Partner Preview Showcase predictions. That's quite the tongue twister, isn't it? Uh, we'll talk about all them after the trailer. <laughs> Are you prepared to go public with your KD online or? No. Everyone thinks he or she is the best football expert on the planet. You see it in the back page of the mirror, you know, deal agreed. I think the most important thing is just to have fun. What? Three tenths. No, what button is it? I'm well. Hello. Oh! We're ready to come for the W, yeah? Ooh, 12. Ooh, here we go. If you can master second man press, you will defend 10 times better. Today, I'm going to be reviewing the PSVR 2 headset. Hello and welcome back to the Mirror Game Walkthrough. That that trailer needs another update, doesn't it? I was just watching that. Might need a, another quick update. We've done what, so much the content. All 12, all 12. Oh, we'll keep that in. Don't worry. We'll keep, keep that, that in. in. Yeah. Uh, joining me for this week's show, I'm delighted to say, is Matt, uh, our continuity supervisor. We had to bring you in for this episode. We're talking about TV shows and games crossovers. We had to bring you in, Matt. Thanks so much for joining us. You all right? Yeah, glad to be here. Good. Glad you're here. Uh, we've got some comments already. Uh, Jasmine, hi, gang. Hi, Jasmine. Thanks for watching. Um, and JD Incinerator. JD, thank you so much for watching as well on YouTube. Uh, also join us today, of course, Aaron, a Sodi Pony. Um, self, self-confessed as well, as I can see on your uh, on your page. How are you doing? You all right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm doing all right. Uh, happy to talk more Xbox. Xbox are in the news more often than Sony. So I don't know. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, we can never talk about Sony because they just sort of get on with things. How ridiculous yeah. of a how ridiculous that is as a company to just do things on the low key and just release good games. Just release good games at a, you know, a steady rate. Um, but anyway, <laughs> Xbox are in the news for good reasons. Just, uh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's get into our, uh, our headline topic then, which is Microsoft breaks records thanks to Starfield. So Microsoft's big bet in purchasing Bethesda has shown its first substantial gain with Starfield driving a significant number of players to Xbox Game Pass. They also had their highest number of new Xbox Game Pass subscribers uh, in one day in history as well uh, to launch the uh, the release of Starfield. Uh, this comes from Microsoft having just published its financial earnings report for Q1 2024. We now, though, know that it was successful significant driver of xbox game pass subscribers and partly contributed to its gaming division's best growth period ever uh, so if you look into the full earnings report uh, xbox content and services increased 13 percent compared to the previous quarter 
this represents the biggest leap in growth the Xbox division has ever seen. Uh, this obviously, uh, the period is July and September. This is the exact same stretch as when Starfield was released. Uh, and uh, this is in addition to the game reaching 10 million players on Xbox Game Pass as well. This is what uh, analysts have led to believe the record-breaking 13% Xbox's growth is part of. It wasn't all good news for Xbox, though, as hardware revenue declined by 7%. It was part of the overall decline that saw revenue uh, from Microsoft hardware devices just as Surface tablets. Do they still make those? Uh, dropped some 22%. I forgot I forgot they made those. That's probably why they dropped 22%. Um, we've also got some comments from uh, Satya Nadella, the chairman uh, and CEO as well of uh, Microsoft, which we'll go into a bit later. But just, just want, wanted your your guys' opinion on this. Um, we've heard a lot from Xbox, and we've seen a lot of leaks from Xbox as well over the, over the past couple of months about their sort of strategy, moving away from hardware towards that sort of kind of subscription and games model. Are they... Are they right? Is is it happening? Is that is their big big master plan finally coming into place? Uh, Matt, Aaron, I don't know which the one bit, you want to The start. bit I want to know is how many people dropped back off of Game Pass about a month after Starfield came out. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, I doubt we'll hear anything about that anytime. We won't hear anything about that, no. <laughs> Not going to be an earning call for that, is there? No, just like we don't... And I said it in the piece that I, I wrote up for the Mirror website, like, with you know, Xbox don't report console sales. And this is the closest we're going to get in terms of learning how their hardware side is doing. And even then, to an extent, it's sort of jumbled in with, you know, Microsoft Surface tablets, things like that, to make it sound like less bad, I guess. Um, even though a 7% decline, given the current economy, I can't imagine, you know, it's it's too bad. And it's but it's not as impressive as the jump up to Xbox Game Pass subscribers. Um uh, my in it, my I'll just just give my general impressions for this one. I I want to say like Starfield has obviously been a massive uh I'll say like a PR win for Xbox. Like you know it's is it on the scale of like a, a Last of Us or like another you know heavyweight like that maybe from the PlayStation side? Dare I say it? Probably not. It's proved a bit more divisive. Like imagine if Baldur's Gate three was an Xbox exclusive that they secured, then there'd be no question that that is an unmitigated success. But in terms of like financial terms. Um, like I said, 10 million players, including, you know, what's who, who was able to play on Game Pass. So in terms of getting it to people's hands, it's done a job. And it's done a job in boosting the subs, at least for the past quarter. Um, you know, as Matt says, whether or not these subscribers stick around or not is another thing entirely. And what I will say is that in terms of sales, we brought it up uh, prior to the pod. Uh, quite a lot of people jumped on to Starfield with the early access where you could, I think it was like almost a week where if you paid... 30, 40 pounds for the, you know, early access edition. So I imagine they sold a lot of digital copies and, and physical copies that way. Um, I, I would have liked to have seen, you know, how many people bought the standard edition of Starfield once the game hit Game Pass, but we'll never get that information. <laughs> yeah. Just want to say hello to Will, who's in the chat as well. Uh, hi, Will. Thanks so much for watching. We've also got JD saying, I've tried Peach Jubel Lager. Yeah. So this was after my Spider-Man stream last week. He said that he tried Thatcher's Blood Orange. Good man. Man of taste. And um, he's tried Peach Jubal, which is my go-to lager because I like the fruitier stuff. JD, nice. you said you tried it. How is it? How did you find it? Yeah. Tell us Tell us what you thought. Uh, Matt, before <laughs> we come to you about Xbox, um, what's your go-to meal deal? I mean... Oof. People there's so know. many to choose from, isn't there? There's like egg and cress. There's just cheese. It's Did Adam pan. L like call exactly what you? Yeah, exactly. He got he got. I went through a mad mad like period of just eating those. You know when they brought out the just cheese with no mayo. Oh my god! <laughs> just ham. this guy. 
<laughs> yeah. So um, my meal deal, but although at the moment, like, you know, my, my meal, meal deal of choice is probably like something in the wrap area. I'd go, I'd go something like, for a, in the wrap yeah, I'd go like seven fried chicken wrap or something like that, you know, like chicken bacon. Yeah. Like nice. just yeah, duck, duck hoisin wrap, um, something like that. Uh, the crisps at the moment are always squares. Other crisps are available. Um, nice. Sure and, and I'll go, I'll just go like, depending on the day, either, a, either like an orange juice or, or like just a diet Coke. Can someone take what Matt just said and feed that back to Adam L, please? Because despite yes, Adam please. L not liking uh, ranking Rustler's burgers above Indian food, he seems to be the authority on <laughs> all things snack at Mirror Gaming. Yeah, I'm sure he'll tune in at some point. Adam, if, you, if you're watching, please leave a comment and let us know you're here. Uh, Matt, um, coming back to you with Xbox, them getting people on Game Pass, that's what they want. Yeah, well, right? I mean, I, it's, it's funny that you mentioned um, Baldur's Gate, Aaron, because... Uh, I did a video uh, a couple of days ago about how um, Starfield is already dropping down the ranks in player engagement and Baldur's Gate 3 had overtaken it again. And the two two games above it are both Baldur's Gate, which was released way before Starfield was, and the other one is Counter-Strike. So it it doesn't bode well for like a new game coming out and then like it's starting to... To, it's still third don't get me wrong that's still an amazing achievement but but in terms of player engagement the player engagement is is starting to fall off which i kind of could see coming from when starfield was released so i don't think it's gonna it may have played like a short-term win for like a month or two but i don't think it's 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 gonna um be like any kind of long-standing game i do think it will fade out um uh you know, this time next year, I don't think many people will be talking about Starfield anymore, unless they bring some sort of huge DLC to it or something. Um, I mean, in terms of Game Pass, I think, like I say, I, I want to know how many people drop back off once they realised, oh, you know, what percentage of people were like, oh, the game, because there's so much hype around this game. So, and and I bought into the hype and I played it for maybe 20 hours before I was like, I'm just not feeling this game. Um, and You got out early, Matt. I've heard people saying 50 hours and then they don't like yeah, it. Yeah, well, and my plan, my original plan <laughs> was to go go like 50 hours just to try and give it like a really good go, but I just couldn't force myself to sit down and play it. I just found the amount of screens and loading and I just found it just, I was constantly being taken out of the experience. So yeah. I just it, I just couldn't stick with it. Um so I think it was like between 20 and 30 hours I dropped out and was just haven't haven't picked it back up. Um yeah. so I just wonder how many people how many other people have the, had that experience and how that plays into the the game pass subscriptions because I bet you a load of people loads like I don't know I don't know what the the figures are but I can I I, I would guess like a good 30% of people that signed up prior to starfield probably would have would have been there for starfield specifically maybe even more and then a good percentage of that, those people probably have bailed again once they've realized well the game's not they just didn't want to drop 90 quid on a game so 7.99 or whatever it is at the moment 
to play the game for a, a week or two or a month and then they can decide whether they wanted to carry on with it so i i'm not convinced that that surge in in players um and subscribers is anything to sh- like write home about it it's like if i was being generous because i largely agree with matt because obviously i'm the sony pony around here um but hey if xbox ever releases a good game let me know and i'm more than happy to give it a go um it's it should in a way it does prove that the xbox game pass model can work not that it works and what i mean by that is that if phil spencer were to hit an xbox series were to hit one triple a first party game per quarter of a high quality and you keep that drip feed to your xbox game pass subscribers then you could see it it might not constantly go up and up and up which is obviously what the platform holder wants uh not to draw comparisons with netflix again but it was going up and up and up for the longest time then it started plateauing and what did they do they started introducing ads and up in the subscription price we're still in the growing phase of xbox game pass even though it doesn't seem like it um and i think that's why to tie it all in again the activision blizzard deal is is an important uh factor uh, at least for some people, because even though the majority of those teams are working on Call of Duty at the moment, I'm of the belief that if I was Phil Spencer, um, I'd split all those teams, get them working on different games to meet that quarterly update so that you do keep your Xbox Game Pass subscriber level steady. And then you have a you know a reliable income coming in uh, on a regular basis. That's, that's the dream as yeah. they see it. Yeah. Matt, you mentioned about... Um... A DLC, the Shattered Space expansion is included in the premium edition, and there's no mm. release date. It will probably be next year at some point, I would guess. So maybe that will bring some things. Um, I, I'm, I remember Todd Howard saying that this is a game that we want people to be playing for ten years mm. or something. Um, I will, I will admit, I cannot remember the last time I played it. I reviewed it. I played over, I think it was sixty hours. I banked in the game, sixty, seventy hours. I banked in the game, completed it. Um, can't remember the last time I went on it. Genuinely. Yeah, and if if the like, don't really want to go expansion, on it. If this expansion drops, how like you probably will check it out, right? But yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But how like for me, I'm not. The expansion doesn't do anything to sort yeah. of like pull me in. Um, if ground vehicles are added, but, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> oh, okay. If the if the expansion is we've got rid of all loading like menu screens well, then that and yeah. that's the only thing they do i'd be like okay i'll give it another go <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but um yeah. but the yeah like how how actually interested are you w- yeah. to play it with the expansion rather than just being like well i'll check it out yeah but le- but let's not forget that expansions and dlc packs aren't included with games on xbox game pass yes. so like when that expansion comes out the hope is that people will come flock to game pass to play it They'll pay their Game Pass subscription, but then I'll have to pony up the 20 quid or whatever it is extra just to play the DLC, which by that point, it's like, do you want to buy a DLC for a game you don't yeah. technically own? Yeah. It's, it gets messy in that way. Yeah. In, in many point. ways, I do feel like the game did, like it was mass, madly successful and, you know, a great achievement. And the game is good in in the most, most part, um, if you take away all the frustrating bits. But the, but it doesn't. I mean, Redfall's a good game if you take away all the frustrating bits as well. Yeah, but the the frustrating parts are there, so it it has to be a part of the experience, and yeah. and and that just it leaves. Well, for me, just leaves me with this feeling of like, I just I don't I don't want to put in the work. I don't want to have yeah. to work to play a game. 
And when you're constantly, okay, right, that's loaded. All right. Like, if you you see yourself in the reflection of the monitor every time, you're like, yeah. And it just, yeah. It just doesn't, you know, you look look what's a game like. I mean, I, I've, I haven't played it yet, but I'm looking forward to. But look at like what Spider-Man 2's done with being able to hide loading screens and yeah. and be able to make the, the the experience a little bit more seamless. Um a lot of people raving about about that aspect of it. There's actually a consideration and work gone into it and I'm just I I feel like Starfield's now shown its true colors because before there was all this hype about it. We now know what Starfield the Starfield experience is like and is an expansion on that going to bring more people back especially if they have to pay an additional fee yeah. just to play that expansion. For me, I don't think a yeah. great deal of people are. I like how we say that. Sorry. Oh, Aaron someone on the show today have played both Spider-Man 2 and Starfield. So you can compare how that sort of loading screen and fast travel works. Oh, um, mate, have you seen these clips of the Spider-Man Two load times? It's it's night and day. So I, I saw like one point three eight seconds for. And, and Starfield's supposedly running on the world's most powerful console. I get that <laughs> ambition-wise, scope-wise, like Starfield is so much bigger than Spider-Man Two. But you know, Spider-Man Two speaks to me. The reason I'm a Sony pony is because the games they make tend to speak to me and my playing habits. And I think what Matt and Nathan are both saying, like Nathan, you said, oh, I think I banked 60 hours in Starfield. I'm like, great, move on with your life. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, what, that I is did. nothing. I did, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad and I'm happy for you. And Matt's like, oh, I shouldn't feel like work. I'm like, great. Guess what? Spider-Man 2 doesn't feel like work. Yeah. It feels like a grand old time. And I feel like some developers like lose that uh idea you know gradually but i was just going to say i like how we've taken a positive microsoft story and spun it to this yeah it wasn't uh, even, it didn't even come self. from me so yeah 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 um moving on to uh satya nadella the chairman and ceo of microsoft um with some really interesting comments we're delighted to close our acquisition of activision blizzard king earlier this month notice the king at the end uh together we'll advance our goal of bringing great games to players everywhere and on any endpoint. Already with Game Pass, we're redefining how games are distributed, played, and discovered. We set a record for hours played per subscriber this quarter, probably because people are playing hours of Starfield trying to get into the story. Um, we released Starfield this quarter to broad acclaim. More than 11 million people have played the game to date. Nearly half of hours played have been on PC, and on launch day, we set a record for the most Game Pass subscriptions added on a single day ever. Um they added Minecraft has already has now surpassed 300 million copies sold. And with Activision Blizzard King, we'll now add significant depth to our content portfolio. This is where things get really interesting. We'll have $13 billion plus franchises from Candy Crush, Diablo, Halo to Warcraft, Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls and Gears of War. And we are looking forward to one of our strongest first party holiday lineups ever including new titles like Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 and Forza Motorsport. Calling Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 a first-party Xbox title, that's a bit thats a bit of a cheek, isn't it, Aaron? I mean, it's even... You see what they're trying to do, because technically, technically it, I suppose it is, but it's also coming to other platforms for the next 10 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And... As we'll talk, potentially talk about later on, there are Modern Warfare 3 PlayStation 5 bundles coming out in the world now, and all the marketing's tied up in PlayStation. Mm. So, like, you know, it's it's just yeah. very... I don't know. I've never met um, 
Miss Satya Nadella. Uh, she's part of the Microsoft side. Like, I don't believe she is based in the Xbox gaming division. So it could just it's be he. Oh, he. I beg, beg your pardon. I've never yeah. met him before. Um, is that bald, the bald chap that is on like some of the Microsoft presentations? No, but is he? He's he's like a Microsoft employee. He's not Xbox. He's he's the CEO of Microsoft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's doing yeah. well for himself then. That's doing well for himself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, chuck us a few quid, will you? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so you know when you talk about Daddy Microsoft, this is Daddy. Yeah, this Microsoft. is yeah. Daddy Microsoft. This, is, yeah, this guy. I've just dropped Daddy the, uh... Nadella. Daddy Microsoft. There you go. I'll I've do just, it for the fans. I've just dropped his Wikipedia um, in the private chat, and so you can have a look. You'll know who he is as soon as you see him. You'll be like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, um, so I was going to give him the benefit of that and say maybe he doesn't quite under, you know, I mean, this is some like boardroom, you know, guy, but he no, knows he full well. He knows full well what he's doing. He knows. He, he knows, knows that well. he's getting my MS Office subscription every year. <laughs> he knows. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, yeah, it's just cheeky. And they're already like trying to set, you know, like, but it's like the, the, the ink hasn't even dried on the contract yet. No. And already they're like, Call of Duty's ours, baby. I'm like, he's oh. probably just smudged the ink. They're moving that fast, pulling it, pulling it out and, the contracts and things. And Nathan, I've not played any of the Modern Warfare Three beta, but what I'm yeah. hearing from people, it ain't good. Like, no one's looking forward to the multiplayer side. The campaign they developed it in a year, so it's going to be, I guarantee. Well, maybe that's a bit too strong, but I'd be surprised if it's over six hours in length because they didn't know whether or not this game was coming <laughs> out until you know April I think, time. According I think to it, leaks, I think it it will it will like. It's getting a seven. Yeah, yeah I agree. It can't be any worse than last year. Yeah, I think that the, there's a lot of things that people are pleased that they, that have been fixed, and it makes it playable again. Um, I th I think there's always going to be criticism uh, of yeah. of like that particular game, but I I think it will really kick in when um when they bring out when they bring back uh, in Warzone they bring back um, Resurgence like Rebirth yeah. Island and Fortune's Keep I think yeah. that's when people will be like oh this is great again or or like nah um, but yeah I mean I, I can kind of understand people not that look, much look sort of looking forward to the the multiplayer it's very much the same as Modern War Warfare 2 but it's it's a bit faster um, yeah. which is great but that that won't really shine until it makes its way into Warzone. Yeah, um, so, yeah because yeah. I think that's the that's the sort of over overarching feeling. You're yeah. saying this stuff, Matt. It breaks my heart. Like, oh, the the pacing's a bit faster. I'm like, these guys have got millions of dollars. Do you know what I mean? And it's the same thing. My same problem with FIFA and EAFC. Like incremental changes year on year. I'm like. Well, I'm, I'm convinced. I mean, this is a theory, but I'm convinced they broke it on purpose, just so that when they brought it back, people would would reinvest like into it. Uh, like, I wouldn't be surprised that they no just changed it so drastically. Playing no 4D one, chess, and then yeah, and and then they're like, we'll bring it back in a year, and then and then we'll give everyone, them all the good maps. We'll give them all, and then everyone will just love it again because they had they had a prob a big problem with people not liking the game due to like you know cheaters or glitches or this being yeah. overpowered, that being overpowered. And if I wouldn't be surprised if it's a move to try and get people back on board with like, oh, this game feels great again, you know. Um, but dangerously you know, that's, close to uh, that's Donald all... Trump slogan, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's all complete speculation but yeah um, we've got some uh, we've got some new commenters uh in the chat i just wanted to have a shout out to bobby um 
who uh, is trolling, I think. But hello anyway. Thanks for coming in. Uh, and also William Malloy as well. Thanks so much, Will, for, for tuning in. Uh, good morning if you're in the US. Uh, it is in the afternoon in the UK, but good morning to you. Uh, JD also says, Modern Warfare 3 is COD going through the motions. JD, have you played it yet? Did you play the beta? Let me know uh, if you did. I'd be keen to hear your thoughts on it. Um, I, I mean, I'm excited for Modern Warfare 3, but um, I wouldn't call it... I wouldn't call it a. Uh, it's not a palpable title. excitement. It's just a. Yeah. Oh, I can't yeah. wait to get back to normal. If it's anything, cl- yeah. if it's anything, that's the thing, right? The expectations. If it's anything close to the original Warzone, then it's a win. You know. Yeah. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be close and people to enjoy it again. That's that's going to be the ultimate win. Um. Yeah. I just. I just. Which, is, really which in... is sad in itself because yeah, it, it shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't be that yeah. way. Like yeah, the expectation absolutely. is, can we have what we had back, please? Yes. Like, and yeah, yeah. that just feels like a, a tragedy in a way. Yeah. <laughs> so it's bittersweet, whatever way you sort of peg it. Yeah, absolutely. But I, we did. I did play the beta. I love on stream, actually. I think, and I actually enjoyed it. They've increased the time to kill as well. Um, the game looks great as always. Um, but it's all about the gameplay, and I actually enjoyed the gameplay. So uh, we'll we'll see about that. The first party Xbox game coming November tenth. <laughs> yeah, that uh, is so cheeky. It is very cheeky. Um, talking about cheeky. Should we move on to our next topic? Oh, uh, JD says, thank, I forgot to say, nice shirt, Nathan. Thanks so much, JD. Appreciate that. Thank you very much. Uh, William says, I don't play Warzone because it's not enjoyable. H- hallelujah. We're with you, man. Yeah. Snap. I haven't Absolutely. played it. I yeah. haven't played it in almost a year, I think. Yeah, but if 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 they, uh, Warzone 3, whatever they're calling it, if they can introduce some of the changes, uh, then it should be a good time again. But we'll have to see. Uh, talk about Cheeky, though. Um, this is via VGC's reporting today. Um, so via VGC, the upcoming optional disk drive for the PlayStation 5. Uh, so this is there's going to be two uh, PS5 Slim versions launching, one without a disk drive and one with a disk drive that's optional that attaches to the console. Uh, this will uh, The optional disk drive for the PlayStation 5 Slim will require an internet connection to pair it to the console for the first time. Now, you might think, you know, oh, this is no big deal, right? But if the Xbox, if the accessory requires an internet connection for verification, there'll potentially become come a time where the servers needed to verify the license will no longer be operational. Uh, it's possible by the time this happens, Sony release an update that removes the requirement. In any case, it's likely to be many years in the future, but it still raises preservation concerns because essentially the disk drive working or pairing to a console is completely controlled by Sony. It's in Sony's hands. It's not purely a hardware add-on. You need an internet connection to even pair the disk drive to your console. And there are arguments to say, oh, they're just verifying that it's a first party, you know, all that sort of stuff, which, which I get. But is this just another example of where we talked about game preservation? It's just this, just another example of of the publishers and developers having the power over over us consumers. What what's your immediate reaction to that? Both um, to the disc drive, uh, PlayStation Five kerfuffle, as I've been calling it. Um, it's just a weird situation to put people in, to be honest. Yeah. Like because, uh, as we were saying before the podcast, it's sort of you know. What they're not even really they haven't announced the date of the PlayStation 5 Slim when it's coming out, and yet it's already out there, and so these leaks are happening. Yeah. And my theory is that they're not gonna announce a date. It's just gonna be once stock of the fat PS5 is out, 
then yeah. that's when the slim is just going to take over because they're priced exactly the same. That's and, exactly what's going to happen. As soon as the yeah. PlayStation 5 stock is gone, the PS5 Slim will take over, which I means know that this is set, the only time yeah. that you... This is the only way you'll be able to get a disk drive for your PlayStation 5, essentially. I mean, there is a PS5 with a disk drive Slim. Yes. Do you know what I mean? There are two which will be probably very expensive on eBay after this, after the, after the Slim comes out. Maybe. I mean, but the, but the thing is, is that the PS5 Slim Digital and the regular PS5 Digital, same price, and vice versa with the PS5 disk drive versus the ps5 slim disk drive yeah. and it's sort of like when when you realize that and that you know there's only very in, incremental changes the, the price hike i guess doesn't make sense even though you know this yeah. is the first time i can remember in a generation this is the first generation where tech has gone steadily up in price rather than down yeah you have yeah, those yeah. price rises um i think it was at, towards the end of the last year beginning of this one potentially and i know it seems strange to complain that these are priced the same despite them being slim but the idea is that technology gets cheaper components cost less to you know manufacture so it's very strange that these are staying the same price at all it gets complicated again when the disk drive the attachable disk drive if you were to purchase that and the ps5 slim digital let's say you buy the ps5 slim digital you decide oh actually i do want to buy disc games i don't think that's very likely to happen because most people download their games anyway you'll be paying 20 pounds more than if you had just purchased the PS5 Slim with the disk drive built in. Yeah. So, and then you add on the layer of, well, if you do find yourself in that position, then you need an internet connection just to, for the verification. I've read some stuff online. Apparently, it might be something to do with patents and stuff to do with the motherboard. Like, legally, this is what Sony has to do. It has to verify and pair the two via an internet connection. But we're just at a weird place in consoles, man, that this even needs to be a consideration. Yeah. It, I think it confuses the consumer because I guarantee you this Christmas, some, you know, grandparents, parents will be buying their kid a PS5 the, a, along with a bunch of game discs for PS5, say Modern Warfare 3 on disc because they want to have something there to open and unwrap. They'll, they'll have bought them the PS5 digital because it's the cheapest option. And I've worked retail before. I think it's been documented. I worked in Argos in the past. And I've had those conversations with it's people. It's been documented. Right? It's been documented on this podcast. Don't worry about okay. that. Okay. They... Yeah, yeah. Sorry, oh, it's, it's, it's a matter of public record. But I know these, com as silly as it sounds, like not everyone's dialed in, these conversations do happen. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it course. takes up more time. So uh, it's not an ideal situation. And But basically, I'll finish on this point. I think the whole reason that PlayStation and Sony are remaining so consistent with the digital only skew, and the same could be said for Microsoft as well, because the Xbox Series X revision is digital only next year. I think they're they're prepping people for when the PS6 and micro, and Xbox whatever comes out. There is got there is going to be no skew with a disc drive on that console generation. I was a little bit like that before, but I truly believe that in my heart and hearts. The fact that they're willing to carry this on. Um, Especially with the complication of, see, look, we're we're causing you a problem with the disk drive because you need to make sure, you know, it's you got the vertical stand, you got the internet verification. So it, they're all, but they're just planting the seeds for the all digital future, unfortunately. Yeah, Jasmine says in the comments, take me back to the days of USB DVD drives to plug into your computer. I've actually got one. Wow. In my drawer, <laughs> just just because I don't know, just because I just want one, you know, just uh, just for that sort of backup thing. But um, Matt. Your t your take on this, please. Yeah, it is, I agree with Aaron. It sounds to me like they're trying to create a problem, um, so people don't bother with it in the future. Uh, create a prob yeah. problem. It's 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 like an age old tactic in like that sort of business, or you know, you create a problem and then give people a solution. And in this case, the problem is needing a needing an internet connection, verifying the disk drive, which which you 
which we know you don't need to do, whether it's legal for a legal purpose or not, we know you don't need to do it. Like, and and then it's like, oh, but we've got to do this so that it's not their fault, right? Like, but it's it feels like a manufactured problem, and then the solution comes with like, yeah, to fix this problem. It's all digital from now on. It does sound, it does yeah. seem like that to, yeah. to me. No, no one had a gun to Sony's head saying you can't have a disk drive in place. Yeah, not. it just sounds like PR spin of like, yeah. you know, we had to do this because of we have to verify this. Like, there are other ways to do that. You don't, yeah, you, you know, it doesn't all have to be. Yeah, yeah. It's it's so it's either one of two things from from my perspective. It's one to create a problem to bring a solution that is pushing everybody towards the future they want or two uh it's just wanting more control yeah over user data Th- this is wait. this has been apple's thing that that is literally apple for the for the time that they've been like they they just force things on consumers that like oh you can only use this type of cable you can't plug this into your phone yeah i mean even now with the USB-C stuff it's like oh yeah but if you you want our cable if you you need our cable to use the to get the full speeds like and it's just like come on man like just stop the proprietariness of everything is just yeah it's 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 getting it's it's getting ridiculous and and i just i i just don't i just don't buy that you have to do that for any particular reason like at all like i i don't buy it on the premise that this is the only way you can do you're not that. buying it not buying it all right okay well speaking of that i'd love to see the sales of um this additional destroy yeah. thing when it yeah, gets yeah. because like it's gonna be on the floor must be yeah. and i don't know it might get a bump in six months time when people are like because that's the thing, like as much as like physical as pro physical I am because of my job, I don't have as much many discs anymore as as I probably would if, yeah. I, if I didn't have this job. But I can't understand who's doing the mental gymnastics of. Oh, do you know what? I hate the convenience of having to download games. Why don't I just slap on a disc drive and make it harder for myself? Hmm. Who is that? Yeah, but I th- uh, yeah, I mean, that, but that's that's probably the that's probably the foresight of creating the problem they probably already know that that disk drive is not going to sell very well but that's what they yeah. want to happen but they would have yeah. designed it like that that's the slim is designed with the like the thought of like it's such a it's so many loops. Yeah, i'm it, not disagreeing with you matt it's I think probably the exactly same disk drive that's in the playstation 5 now just it's probably just a, cut off and yeah. like you know, plug it in with a cable, like yeah. and but it, but yeah even 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 that is like it doesn't look like it's been designed with it with too much thought put into it like in terms of how like they make it look and how it like attack like it Matt, just these are, these are from the people that are bringing you the PlayStation Portal and you're trying to tell me not much design <laughs> thought has gone into it, Matt. Crazy. Well, to, you know, it, that is a good point. It's okay. What what will sell silly. more units? The PlayStation Five <laughs> with an optional disc drive or the PlayStation Portal? The Portal will sell more than the additional disc drive. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. As, as much you should as buy both. You should buy either. You should but, buy. You know. But I think there's, there's another yeah, absolutely there's <laughs> another thing that I want to talk about as well, which uh, I, I think it, it's it's ridiculous that these companies aren't bearing this in mind. But say we do get to a, a place in 10, 15 years time where these these disk drives that people that Sony have manufactured and they cut the servers off, they're just e-waste. They're they're literally e-waste. You can't use them with any other thing. You like you won't be able to use them as disk drives. They're literally contributing to 
the enormous e-waste that already exists and it's just it's just not even talked about like what why design a product well i know why because it, it it makes it makes financial sense to do it this way but it blows my mind that there's not more laws around this that companies can just make things that are sort of temporary and only last for a certain amount of time and oh if we cut if they cut off the thing next year by the way this thing won't work it just it's so people 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 do especially like big, big business will just do what they can get away with until they can't get away with it anymore and they yeah, and they, there's not much thought about the consequence like until until e-waste is like a, a a public issue where there is a lot of like discourse within the within like the population of the world really it's not even going to be thought about. Yeah, I know. I know. Jasmine makes a, a good point. Uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, no, I was sorry. just going to say whether that's a, a a tragedy or not. Like right now, for for people, I, I don't know. But it, it, it pro- I can imagine that becoming a bigger problem yeah. in you know twenty, thirty years, maybe, but not not right now. So they're just going to do it because they can get away with it. Absolutely. Jasmine makes a good point. Every, uh, Nathan, every single console is e-waste. Those Xboxes with red uh, red death rings behind you are e-waste. I, I, I hear you, but if I wanted to fix them and I had the technical know-how, I could fix them and they'd work and I wouldn't need an internet connection. So therefore, they're not e-waste really. Ornament. I think the, <laughs> the, point is, the point is that that no matter what you do, if if Sony cut off the servers for this internet connection and they don't provide another way of, of connecting with your console, they are literally there's nothing you can do. They're literally just ornaments. It won't work. Like think... Nintendo sixty four, the Nintendo sixty four behind me. If that's not e waste, I can plug it in. I can put it. I can you know put my cartridge in my good old cartridge, blow the dust off it, put it in, and it'll work fine. You know, um, I think that's the that's the the only the only difference that I just wanted to just mention there. But uh, Aaron, so I go. Oh yeah, I was just going to reinforce your point because I think what the the point you're making, Nathan, is that PlayStation are being a bit blatant about it. Yeah, like by like like we said, we're, we're all taking like this very um. I don't know, cynical view of like why these things even need to exist. And we talked about why they need to exist. It's just a shame that the e-waste sort of side effects of it for them to reach their yeah. ultimate goal, for them to condition us into thinking that the all digital future is the way to go. When most people p- play and download their games digitally anyway, yeah. so I mean, like I'd rather of them not create this additional disk drive at all. Yeah. Um, I, because they didn't for the PS5 launch uh, edition. It was just the standard and the slim. And I don't correct me if I'm wrong. I'd like to be if I'm wrong, but I, I, I haven't heard a Sony executive tell me why this thing exists and like who it exists for a use case for it. Yeah, Jasmine says not every single time you want to use it. It's just to pair it when you first connect it. So if they shut down the servers, yeah, you can't connect a new one, but one that's connected already will work. Um, from what I understand, anyway, correct me wrong. No, that's 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 a fair point. Yeah. Jasmine's not wrong, but like, what if you were to sell it to Kex or something like that, CEX, or like try and, you know, okay, yeah, it's yeah. linked with you, you know, that's it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and and all the ones that aren't linked when they shut the servers off, <laughs> you know. But when they shut the servers off, like when that day, I, I will, I will say, okay, that that's probably, a f- we're probably 
all right for the next decade or so. I would until say, the yeah. PS5 to give them off. the due, yeah, it will probably. Will <laughs> yeah. be, but, um, I mean, it's up to them, right? In five years' time, if like no one's using them, that they, they could do it, which is the point. These yeah. things are like ninety nine ninety nine as well. But then you've got the few people. Even then, you've got the few people that have bought them, and what now they've wasted their money. Yeah. Like that doesn't seem yeah. that doesn't seem ethical in any kind of way towards the consumer. Well, if uh, that Sony have only made ten of them anyway, and they're not going to sell one. <laughs> it doesn't yeah, I, I genuinely, true, I yeah. genuinely yeah, believe that they've they're just going to three D print them out the back and uh, when, <laughs> like to order. Like so, when someone yeah. buys one, they'll be like, okay. Greg, just turn the printer on, and then and then like do it to order. But like, is is I a wild know. Jasmine going to appear? Um, <laughs> because uh, no, they will like, still work, guys. Um, okay, so let me let me think about this. So if I bought a PlayStation Five with an optional disc drive, is Jasmine really going to appear? Is this I don't know. Like, Anything could be happening. Uh, <laughs> if I was to buy fuming right now, she says, okay, hold on one second. Uh, let me just show the comment. Okay. So if I were to buy a PlayStation five that was linked, that had, I then linked with an internet connection, the disc drive, right? Uh, so that, that then is linked to that console. And then I was to sell that to someone and they shut the servers off. They would be able to use it. They would still be able to use it. No, they wouldn't if the servers have been shut off. But isn't Jasmine's point that they own the servers are only to connect it to the console for the first time? Yeah, it only needs to be used once. But if you were to sell your connected one that's to your PS5, you can't connect a new account to it if the server's been shut off. So it's to an an account rather than the console. We think. Well, we we don't know until this thing comes out in the wild. Like, I I don't think it'll be tied to your PlayStation account. It'll literally just be your PS5 goes. Oh. You know, I'm I'm linked with this yeah. one now. But like any, you... yeah, but any that aren't sold, so any that are sitting out back in the Sony headquarters that Which aren't sold, of... and they turn the servers off, they're all e waste, like hundred percent, because they're not linked to a console. And there'll be I think, no way. I think Jasmine's point is that once the servers get turned off, every console is e waste technically, because most games aren't included entirely on the disc now. Anyway, are they? They're like day one patches and stuff like that. So does, that's is, also is bad. Me? Yeah. 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 That we. Yeah. No one's saying oh because that's okay. This is okay. Like it, it's <laughs> like that's not that's not. I don't think what we're talking about. But but the I th- I think you can still use it as a DVD, a Blu-ray player. I think I think for, Blu-rays exist for me. Yeah, well, if it's yeah. not if it's not creating an inconvenience to to just like turn people off the idea of having a, yeah. a physical disc drive, which I think it is. I think it's just yeah. something to turn, but even the fact that you have to buy it separately and connect it, that's you're turning it into a problem. Yeah. Like, yeah, so yeah. E- yeah. even though, cause what will happen, I like eventually probably like the disc versions of the slim w- won't be available anymore. And now that's your only option if you want a disc drive and then the disc drives will be really hard to get hold of. And then, and then on top of that to connect it, you need to connect to the internet to pair it to your, console for the first yeah. time it's all a problem so i for me it's very much in that in that respect but but i i think maybe a byproduct of that is just getting being a if you've got to connect it or verify it in any any kind of way and it needs an internet connection it's because it's going to be sending information to sony and back again that's the only reason you need an internet connection to yeah. be able to verify it or yeah. connect connect it right so the only other reason is information 
Yeah. Like they just want more information. So in at, at the very well, least, it's tr- it's more intrusive. Like yeah. at the very least, it's more intrusive. Let's say this laptop of an undescript brand was the PS5 Slim digital only. Let's say this USB stick was the detachable disk drive. Clink. Now it can only work with this one. If I were to sell this and the internet connection's off, pointless. Doesn't work. It can only ever work with the PS5 it's linked to, right? Correct. Right, just so we're all on the same page. Is is what is my understanding of That's what Sony said. Yeah. But but the fact that hardware, the po- the example I'm making with that as well is that I can take this USB, I can use it on any laptop I want. So yeah. why even include? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that that I think that's that's thank you, Aaron. That and Jasmine also says thank you, Aaron. So you 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 have pleased both oh, of us. Like, oh, you. let's say if I want to. Oh, I've got these games. I want to lend you a, a game, but you haven't got yeah, a disk yeah. drive. Let me lend you the game and the disk drive. Whoa, can't. Whoa. Whoa, yeah. Whoa, whoa, yeah. So they're creating a problem. Yeah, literally, yeah. that's all it is. Is it, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, they're creating a problem and they're doing it very well because we're talking about <laughs> it. Know, well, well, right now. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, talking about the future, uh, this is via The Verge. Um, the uh, Amazon uh, Fallout TV series. Oh, hang on, Jasmine just commented. Jasmine says, yeah, but that's only after servers we have know, been shut off. Yeah. That's what we we've know. been saying yeah, for about 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, and then she also says, who's going to be lending their mate's disk drive <laughs> 10 years down the line? It's not about if there would be any. It's it's people buying it and then not having access to it. If they bought it and then they lose that capability, they should still be able to do that with the device. But then Jasmine will for. say to that, Nathan, well, you only have to do it the first time. Yeah, my my, my, my this, this all of it is why have it as a requirement? Th- at all? This yeah, just have it in a console. The, you, you guys are acting like it's a tomorrow problem. No, we're not. That's just how you've interpreted it. Uh, <laughs> but 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 my, like the the point is is it's it's just not a very good way to do like to to have not this a good way. as a product yeah, 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 like yeah. it it's not the fact that oh whether it's it, the argument falls down because it's the same as like oh should should uh meta and apple be able to listen in on your phone or whatnot it's like people go yeah but they know about you anyway that doesn't make this right like it doesn't make it a good idea for, for the consumer yeah just yeah. because who's going to do that anyway it's 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 very very Anyway, like, it's, it's I think we're both. I think we agree yeah. in just in slightly different ways. JD yeah. incinerator says, "I fancy a dosa right about now, and Ooh, so do I." Mate. Me too. Me so too. <laughs> me too. Uh, let's uh, let's move on to our, our next topic because I'm really excited about this one. Actually, um, so Amazon's highly anticipated Fallout series has got a release date. Uh, this is via The Verge. Uh, Jasmine's still commenting, but I'm I'm going to move on now. Thank you, Jasmine, for for your input. I think we're all in agreement. We're all in Don't agreement. acknowledge, Nathan. Okay, sorry. Don't let's acknowledge move on. it. Let's move on. So uh, <laughs> the announcement was uh, was made on October 23rd, which is also known as Fallout Day, which is the in-game date that marks the beginning of the Great War that turns the world into an irradiated nuclear wasteland. Uh, the TV show will premiere on April the 12th, 2024, exclusively on Prime Video. Uh, Todd Howard is an executive producer. On the series, uh, the TV uh, it has hasn't even got a trailer yet. There was a leak of the trailer, but um, that wasn't official. Um, it stars uh, Ella Purnell, uh, Walton Goggins, Aaron Moten, uh, Moises Arias, Kyle McLachlan, and Sarita Chowdhury. Uh, I hope I've got all those names correctly. Um, 
Uh, and Amazon said in a press release that the show will be an original story set in a future post-apocalyptic post-apocalyptic version of Los Angeles and will be considered a canonical addition to the existing game franchise. We don't even know how many episodes in the series or what will how many you know how many episodes there are basically um this is this is really interesting to me obviously we've seen like the last of us get a tv show halo's had a tv show it's now the time for bethesda's popular rpg video game franchise to get its own tv series um it's really interesting to me fallout uh, as a game is an open world rpg that you can sort of explore anywhere very different to the last of us and halo so it will be really interesting to me how they go about this. Um, you got? Are you looking forward to this TV show, guys? What What are your it, thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I I think it would be I think it'd be interesting for someone like me because I've I've never really got into the the Fallout sort of um, franchise. So yeah, yeah in that it's respect, basically of, Starfield, but just on a nuclear wasteland. <laughs> well, in in that respect, it could be it could be um, could be really good. But I mean. I felt like the Halo series was a bit of a letdown, and that was—I'm yeah. not sure—was that Paramount? Just, I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember who it was. Yeah. So yeah, one of them. So I—I'm—I'm I'm like I'm dubious about whether or not they do it well enough yeah. uh, or not. But that aside, I think in terms of getting to learn the sort of law um, of the of the thing, I think is uh, is, is quite exciting. Aaron, from my perspective. I uh, I really love Fallout Three. Uh, Fallout Four, I bounced off fairly quick because it was Fallout Three again, and I played <laughs> yeah. I played New Vegas uh, for a little bit, but I know I was meant to get it back. So, what? But to your point, Nathan, I think unlike something like Halo and The Last of Us, where the the, the stories are quite singular and quite linear, you know, yeah, linear and predefined, yeah. and I feel like with Halo. They, you could even sense that Xbox was trying to break away from that because they were like, this is what's called the silver timeline now. Like, okay, we're going to take these certain elements and sort of like the thread's going to spin off and it's not going to be tied into the events of the games or whatever. Um, the reason I'm excited about this, other than the fact that Moises Arias, isn't it? AKA Rico from Hannah Montana, which we all love, obviously. <laughs> um, so yeah, we love a bit of that. Um, this is the life, guys. All we've got to do is hold on tight. Um, I'm excited because this is more rather than a story that needs to be told. You could just set it in this world, create a new character, create your own stories within it. I'd almost like I almost like the idea of like each episode being told from the perspective, like little mini tales, like an anthology series, mm. maybe different locations around like, you know, the eradicated, the irradiated um, US. Um, so I think that. They're taking themselves out of the box, which there's always a danger when you do that in terms of like creatively, if you give yourself so much scope. But if you show, you know what the first trailer for this is going to be, someone's going to come in front of the camera, they're going to have a pit boy on their arm. And then the trailer is going to end with the vault door opening and the sun coming in, bang, fall out, whatever this series is going to be called. So I think it will get people excited for that matter. I'll watch it. I don't don't know why it has to be on Apple TV Plus, unfortunately, because that's one of the few subscriptions I don't own. It's on Amazon. Um, it's on Amazon oh, it's on Prime. Amazon. Yeah, Prime oh, okay. Video. Yeah, yeah. The other A. Oh, well, in fact, I do have that then. Um, <laughs> so I will watch it for Moses Arias and the fact that I've got an Amazon TV subscription. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think that's really interesting as well. Um, and you're right. I think there is a danger there of if they have too much creative freedom, they could go a bit mad with it and i think that's what made the last of us so good is they had they had the reference material that they could adapt and change slightly but they still stayed on the same sort of linear path so 
be really interesting to I think think the first series, I'm just going to say, I think the first series is very much probably going to be about setting up how, um, how the factions start and how, like, how, how they sort of build themselves to occupy certain areas. I don't know if it'll be split across the whole of the country, but it, but maybe focusing on like one, like one of the factions and how they come to prominence in, uh, if it's set in Los Angeles in in Los Angeles or, or whatnot, that feels like probably a good starting point because for a lot of people like me, if you just jumped in and started telling these stories all about these different, like I'm just not going to follow. So there needs to be some sort of like basis of they got to build a foundation in the first series if they want to continue and make more series or yeah. if it's just going to be a limited series. I don't know. Are you still going to be our continuity supervisor, Matt? We're going to have to. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I'm looking for the fridges, man. I'm looking for <laughs> well, where the fridges of, are. There's plenty of, of those in the vaults. Like, none of yeah. which are plugged in. I don't believe. Yeah, yeah I'm going to be looking for the, where's yeah. the power coming yeah. from. What I'm really looking forward to is like at least three times an episode, the main character getting a call that his settlement's under attack. That's what I'm really looking forward to. Uh, that is a, a joke that only people that have played Fallout 4. Yeah, I mean, I'm laughing out of politeness. <laughs> yeah. If you played Fallout 4, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But if you haven't, it'll go right over your head, but that's okay. Preston Garvey. Name yes. that haunts us all. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it should be cool. Um, I can't I f- wait for the trailer. I think there's like some speculation that it's going to be about eight eight episodes long because they've got some, I mean, we don't know if they're true because the IMDb listings can be a bit, they could just be Mm. completely made up in some cases. But if they are accurate, the main character that they've got build at the top is appearing in eight episodes and everybody else is appearing in less than eight episodes. So that sort of suggests that it might be eight episodes long, but it's, I think it's going to be somewhere between eight and 10. Okay. That seems to be par for the course for a lot yeah. of these like limited yeah. series shows, yeah. doesn't it? And yeah. like, I, I, I hope they. And it's really, I remember back in the day when like the first Daredevil series came to Netflix. This was before Marvel did their whole TV plan or whatever, and it was like thirteen episodes. Is that all? Yeah, it can make that nice and tight. And now it's like thirteen episodes. Yeah, like because yeah. and like sometimes I'll watch a Star Wars. Like I just really got, I just got done watching Ahsoka, and like it could have been an email. Do you know what I mean? That whole show yeah. could have been put in an email. And I just, because it, yeah. it can't decide if it wants to be a movie or a full TV show, because it's not big enough for a TV show arcs to sort of rise and fall. And then, and then it just ends up feeling like a chopped up movie. And Obi-Wan I feel like a lot of the series well. are like that. A yeah. lot and of I, series are like that at the moment. But I feel like the only reason that The Last of Us wasn't like that is because it, it was pulling so faithfully from that story that a lot of us yeah. already knew. So, it knew where it was it, going. It knew exactly yeah. where it was heading, and it knew how to get there. Like that, it had a I think that's the important thing. Middle and an end. Do you know what I mean? And like with the Fallout series, like especially you saying that there's one guy or person with eight episode credits, and then the rest of them don't have that. It makes me feel like maybe they are going to the Fallout thing of you're travel. This person is traveling across, meeting different people, and then they leave them. And I think if you're going to take that approach, then it needs to be a story per episode as opposed to you know, this massive arc or, you know, I'm trying to find Liam Neeson, who's my dad, which was Fallout 3's uh, thing. Um, I mean, very similar to Fallout 4, to be honest, wasn't it? If you played Fallout yeah. 4, sort of very similar, sort of, uh, there was a few twists and turns, but it was essentially that, finding what happened to your son, yeah. essentially, I think, wasn't it? Your son? Yeah, yeah I think yeah. you're looking for your dad in 3 and then you're looking for your son 
in yeah. four and then yeah. in vegas you get like shot and you're looking after shot and you're trying to find the people that like wronged you yeah yeah yeah. That's cool. yeah yeah that's cool jd uh ask will there be an alan to alan wake to live stream yes there will be yes there will be well uh probably friday isn't it nathan's saying it i don't know what i can say but oh okay keep your attention okay uh, yeah um <laughs> I can neither You've confirm... not signed anything, Nathan. You've not signed anything. Oh, we're live. Are we live? Well, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh, okay. Um, I, I, I would room. like to see a live stream for Alan Wake. We'll keep an eye on our the channel. The game's in everyone's hands on Friday, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. You know what I mean? About? One yeah, would we'll assume. Do Friday is the day it's out. We yeah. can just live stream whenever. I mean... There you go, JD. You heard what Nathan said. I can, there you go. can neither confirm, deny, or deny which Friday. You got me panicked, Aaron, but it's out Friday, so it's out everyone, Friday, but yeah. we just can't Friday. tell you which one. We can't tell you if we're live streaming it on the day of release. That would be that would be really bad. That'd um, be spooky. Ooh, yeah. So but we yeah. we will be doing it on Friday because that's when the day that's when the game's out. So it's fine. JD yeah. confirmed. There you go. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> and what's also confirmed is the uh, Xbox Partner Preview Showcase, which will be streaming in about 45 minutes time so if you want to see more from myself and aaron uh matt's not on it because uh you can't be here. bothered yeah <laughs> TBA, tba basically um yeah we'll be streaming that 5 45 on the channel so if you do want to watch just hop over to that in 45 minutes get subscribed hit that bell and you'll be able to see us going live because the xbox partner showcase it begins at four, uh, 6 p.m uh uk time um so fresh are finally welcoming activision blizzard into the xbox first party studio family uh microsoft has announced that there's a new live stream called the xbox partner preview which is brand new they've never done one before uh it's set to give xbox series x and x players uh, a sneak preview of what third party publishers have in store for the platform in the near future so not activision because they're a first party but it's going to be third party publishers um the event will show new looks and reveals vote queens games heading to xbox xbox game pass and windows from third party partners so far we know that we're going to be getting trailers and gameplay for alan wait 2 like a dragon infinite wealth arc survival ascended and uh dungeons of hinterberg as well uh microsoft also noted that the partner preview will not include any new information for games relating to the acquisition of activision blizzard king no because they're a first party according to microsoft not a third party yeah that, that, that's the reason yeah yeah absolutely um <laughs> it's going to be about half an hour long so it's, it's going to be short and sweet it's not going to be the uh the huge bethesda ones that we have that are like an hour and a half long so it should be nice nice and sweet um from the games that we've already mentioned, that'll be cool to see more gameplay and more trailers of that. But they've also said that there's going to be a little bit more as well. So there could be some surprises. Aaron, have you got any sort of thoughts about what we can potentially expect? Four games, 30 minutes. There's definitely more oh, coming, yeah. oh, I want to yeah. say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't want to like, I don't think there's any specific games that come to mind at the moment. Maybe we could see something with from Suicide Squad, which launches early next year, even though they, have, they seem to have partnered with PlayStation. Um, and then maybe like there was that big announcement a while back where uh, they were like they get they got buddy with Square Enix. So mm. I wouldn't be surprised if there's like a Final Fantasy VII re uh, related announcement. Ooh. It will still come day and date on PS5 only. Um, but like with the original the original Final Fantasy VII remake hasn't even released on the Xbox yet. So mm. you know I'm expecting something Square Enixy because that's a third party. And maybe cool. even there's that Avatar game coming out from Ubisoft in December. Yeah, be a good time to showcase that. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm just, I just want to see some Xbox games, you know. 
want to see some Xbox games. That'll be good. That'll be good to see. Um, well, so... you're not gonna. You're gonna see a bunch of third party ones. <laughs> yeah, I know, but at least they're gonna. <laughs> you can to play console. on Xbox. Yeah, at least we can play it on the console, right? That's the main thing. Uh, so yeah, thank you. I think that's. Uh, I think that's all for now because we're going to be live again in 45 minutes. So make sure you get subscribed for that and keep an eye on the Mirror Gaming channel. It's already uh, scheduled, I think, so you can go and step in the waiting wait room. In there, yeah. Wait in the lobby. Uh, we'll call you through when we're ready, guys. Uh, see you there, there, JD. Yeah, yeah, see you there. See you there, guys. Thank you so much for for watching uh, on YouTube. Uh, we've been the Mirror Game Walkthrough. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, thanks to Matt, con con Continuity Supervisor, for keeping us on our toes today. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate no it. No worries. Thank you. I cannot wait to uh, to do Fallout tv shows reviews of the every week again oh, i've missed i've missed it Looking I've, missed for, I've, I've literally since last of us ended i have yeah been pining for it to come back so we could do yeah. this each yeah. week i'm really looking forward to that uh aaron thank you so much uh i'll see you in 45 minutes yeah should we put the kettle on and i'll come yeah, right back on. Yeah. put the kettle on. on guys we'll see you in a bit jasmine is not happy in the comments so uh sorry jasmine uh if uh if you didn't agree with our takes but we're all on the same side we've had this sort of preservation argument before so uh i'm sure we're we're all we're all fine we're all fine so thanks uh thanks jasmine for getting involved in the uh the chat anyway also thanks to jd uh thanks to will for being here as well uh william malloy uh bobby as well uh thank you all for tuning in today but that's about it for us uh on the mirror game walkthrough we'll see you next week at 4 p.m uh gmt it will be next week wow will it will it um, is that right When's November? The yeah, 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 it will yeah. be. It's the 29th. It'll be 4 p.m. So. GMT because the the clock's moved. It'll be November when we next It'll see be, you. Oh, November. Wow. wow, there you go. See you in November, guys. Bye. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs>